And you are listening to the newest episode of the FW Radio Podcast, FW Live here on uh, Podbean. I am Patrick. With me as always, Danny Danger and Eric. Ellis, it's been another week. Uh, yesterday, I mean last week, we went overtime. And we're back. Back again. Here again. Yes, we're here. We went over time. Patrick got cut off, and I had to close out the show. It was a wild day. And I was just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, Danny didn't get paid extra because, you know, who gets yeah. paid on this show anyways? Y'all um, don't get paid? Uh, well, you know, you know. You need to talk to your agents. Well, I get paid in secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> secrets. Secrets that only time can tell. I don't that's, even know if that's even a thing. I just totally made that up. But that it's okay. Explosive. We're going with it. Well you know something about explosions. Um Are we talking yeah. about TNA again? Uh no. That's that's not what that's called. TNA um, explosion? That's a, that was a pay per view, wasn't it? No, that was like their their secondary uh, their show. B, secondary their B, show their, yeah, yeah, their B oh. show. Yeah, it was the Velocity oh, okay. for TNA. Gotcha. See, it sounds it sounds like such a TNA um, pay per view name though. Yeah, but that's really why. Uh, so here we are. Uh, we are going to actually pick up where we left off on the award-winning WWE Network. Uh, as I know, uh, everybody was so excited uh, to watch um, the main event of WrestleMania 11. Um, hey, it was dope, all right? I digged it. I don't know about you all, but... Oh. Yeah, it was viewable. So I believe we left off somewhere in the match. Um, so we're picking up there. But before we, as we're getting to that, fellas, uh, yeah, how was your week? Explosive. Yeah. Lacklusterly explosive or like real explosive? Blacklusterly explosive, you know. Yeah, it was like you know, you uh, you you weren't uh, blown up in your fireworks. Your fireworks didn't blow you up. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, definitely something like that. Or like they're off, I guess. Say so we'll talk about that later. We 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 have uh, plenty of thoughts. On, on that, um, but what we're gonna do now, as uh, I believe we had left off at the two two hour 16, uh, 16 minutes and fifty second mark. See, that's how good I am that I, I can get I can get it to the millisecond. I also did write a note about it to remind myself as uh, of course uh, 
the three of us are on uh, are, are watching this uh, pay-per-view together uh so make sure uh everybody who's uh, on the google meet was, machine was that a uh, was that a shot at me because i'm taking forever <laughs> uh, uh it, it's how we like to use our our uh what do you call it our, our the way we watch the show together uh but sorry i had to get my sure. life in order hey it's all good um uh, I actually didn't mean to say that. I meant to say WWE Network the first time, but hey, we're live, right? We're live. Uh, so everybody on the WWE Network, you get a chance now uh, to get to WrestleMania 11, hour 2, minute 16, second, 50. And yeah, so 2 hours, 16 minutes, 50 seconds. And we're going to click play in uh, 5, 4, Three, two, one, and LT goes down here. And it, 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 it looks like he's trying. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying. But oh, look at that! The beast from the east shows no mercy. He must have learned from Suzuki Gun. Yeah, Suzuki Gun shows no mercy. He might have taught Suzuki Gun at this point since it was since this was you know. Yeah. 25 years ago. I still want Homeboy's cowboy hat. You can't see because the beast from the east is blocking it, but that cowboy hat's pretty schmick. Yeah. Uh, One of the football players? Yeah, yeah from Kenny Orton. He's got him in the Boston Crab. Yeah, Ken Norton. Oh! He's a very weak Boston Crab, but he's got him in a Boston Crab. Well, can you imagine? I mean, would you want Batman Bigelow uh, to sit on you like that with all his yeah. weight? Yes. That's true. I mean, LT is an old pro, right? Former uh, Super Bowl champ. Um, you know. The single leg drags him away from the. Oh, look at him! Look. I thought we were going for an SCO, but I like whatever. Be, be, this be is. Sub, the submission specialist that is uh, yeah, Bam Bam, Bam Bigelow. Bam Bigelow, yeah, seriously. He switched it to three different submission moves in, in about mm-hmm. sixty seconds. Who does he think he is, Daniel Bryan? Samoa Joe, even? Oh, even, yeah, for sure. Joe used to tr- transition from move to move to move like yeah. that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Now he transitions from word to word to word. Yeah. And he's just as good. He's always, All right, so... A good oh, LT. LT. Oh, he's like a dead body. Now Bam Bam's got him in a... Compromising position? Wait, did he just tap? No, he didn't tap. He's trying to get himself psyched up. Yeah. Because back in the day, they still weren't... You couldn't pound on the mat just for a submission. You still had to verbally say it. Yeah. The the, the tap hadn't come into play. That was still a mixed martial arts thing. The tap didn't really come into play until Shamrock, right? So Taz... Taz? Taz was one of the... Yeah. Yeah. Because you couldn't actually say you submitted because he was choking you. So you had to tap out. That Katahajime always looks super fucking good. Yeah. Can LT look? LT can taste it. He can so taste to get to the ropes. something. To oh, oh road break again. All right, of course, Pat Patterson calling it down the middle. As well, only the late, great Pat Patterson could. Oh, uh, oh, that went nowhere. <laughs> but he tried. 
He tried. Uh, Bam Bam hooks him down. Is, it, are they, the is this a headlock? Oh, oh, whoa. Oh, LT picked him up. One hand. One arm. LT swung at him like he owed him some uh, snow. Yeah. Look at that. A little dazed and confused is Bam Bam Bigelow. Yep. Oh, but, but he's Bam Bam no. on the attack first. Even no. though he took the back suplex, he's still on the attack first. Oh, headbutt. See? Headbutt. The headbutt to the midsection. You, use your head when everything else fails. Oh. Yep. I couldn't imagine. He had to sit there head. to get that tattoo. I don't know, but I couldn't imagine it. I can't imagine the pain that one would go through doing that. I'm sure that didn't feel good. It yeah. cannot. And it, and it probably took either a lot of time or multiple times going to the country. Okay, here we go. The moonsault. Here we go, baby. Nobody comes back from uh, that. Oh, nobody. What? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. LT. No, oh, no, no LT didn't kick out. Yeah, Bambam hurt his knee. Oh, no. I was about to say, damn, LTK Faye, brother. See, Batman Bigel trying to get fancy with his moves. He goes for the pin, but no, I think might be. Oh, gave LT time to recover. Now, LT can tell that Batman is down. He's got to stay on him. He's got to stay on him. He's trying. He's trying. Give me some knees. Give me some. No, he's not going to do the knees. He's trying to hold on for dear life. Irish whip. Oh, what is this? Picking him up. What is? Oh, oh! Uh, it, like a, he kind of dropped him. Power bomb, kind of like a rotating suplex power bomb. He just literally picked him up and let him go. <laughs> but however you land, you land. One, two. That oh, was ugly. That's oh, not, I mean. Let me tell you, Bam Bam could have fallen any kind of way, and this would have ended a whole different way. Where yeah. Samir Levy would probably be the last celebrity match we'd ever encounter. Yeah. Um, last night, the Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, so both guys now. Yeah, but the leg though, that knee is gonna wear off on him. Oh, oh! That. There's Mongo looking shocked. I do apologize. I thought I was muted. <laughs> no problem. Uh, okay. Bigelow's knees get feeling a little better, looks like. Keeps dropping those headbutts. Oh, is he going to go for another moonsault in front of LT's no, old pros? Oh, yeah, the headbutt from the top, bro. Let's yeah. go, Mongo. So was Mongo really that good of a football player? Yeah, he was no. a champion with the Chicago Bears. No. Ooh, headbutt from the top, bro. Nobody comes back from that. Nope. Not even an LT. Oh, like wow. LT. Oh, kick out of two. A big headbutt from the top rope, and LT still kicks up the fight in LT. Bigelow now Bet. arguing with the official. Arguing. Bam showed frustration. That's one thing. When, when you get frustrated, it's usually when things go downhill. Look at it. Oh, LT's back. Ooh. He's up and he's mad now. Oh, it's like, nah, I'm going to beat you up like if you saw one of my rings. Ooh. Come on. Oh, LT's awoke now. LT's he's the greatest now. of all times. That footwork is dancing. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Running for. Let's do what I mean. Look. 
Go for another one. Oh! Yeah, buddy. Come on. So you know uh, uh, those matches where they like they they practiced it move for move. For yes. Move for move. Yeah, they literally had to. For sure. Oh, a forward from the top, from the second row. Is that oh, gonna right. be it? One, two, three. Oh, look at that. Lawrence Taylor. He is one and zero in his career. I know, off a jumping forearm from the second row. Hey, man, those forearms are dangerous. Apparently. Yay, the football player wins. Yay, proving once again that traditional sports are much better than pro wrestling. Sports ball. It's real. It's a, it's a real sport. Yeah. No, uh, but uh, to, to, we should have yeah. got a Mongo promo after this. Oh Lord! I mean, we we we've already had a few before, a so we didn't anymore. Pick up the champ who can barely stand. Now he's like, I'm I'm tired. Oh look at Batman Bigelow's upset. Ted DiBiase's upset at Bigelow. He's outraged. JR is no. trying to keep up. Trying to keep up as they're running out because Bam Bam is embarrassed too. He's not just hurt, he's embarrassed. I've never understood in these celebrity matches why the celebrities come in as the baby face. Because wouldn't you want to protect your company? Like, if you're a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, though. You think would be the the bad guy, yeah. Yeah. You think you just come in here and be a really good wrestler even though you've never trained before? Whatever, I guess. Alright, that that was that was it, man. That was um WrestleMania eleven. Uh it's what we started uh last week. Uh yeah. Um what a crazy world. Um what a crazy world. Uh pro wrestling takes us everywhere and anywhere. Um I mean nineteen ninety five, I was a young kid. I, I was just learning how to speak English. I think I was starting to become fluid at this point. I was just learning uh, how to speak. I, 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 had, I had learned about you know football. I was just learning about football. So I didn't know how good you know these guys were uh, back in 1995. But it was that. definitely wild. <laughs> very, very wild. Um but lots of wild stuff happening everywhere in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, as we are now covering uh, this week's show, uh, how about we start with the revolution? Let's go ahead and get it out of the way. There's a, there's a lot to unpack here. Of course, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, uh, presented uh, their pay-per-view revolution on uh, Sunday night, if I remember correctly. Um, and yeah, it was a car that we were all, I think, looking forward to. And we decided to, to watch together in, in unity. We decided to just go ahead and take a watch, see what's going on, uh, and, you know, enjoy the revolution. I think for the first time in a long time, um, Danny actually sat through through a whole entire pay-per-view live instead of watching it uh, in bits and pieces or uh, on demand later. 
so before we even get to that, Danny, uh, t- tell me about your experience of actually watching the whole entire show. Because you even told us, hey, I might be coming in and out. Um, yeah, because I didn't yeah. know what the what I was doing at home that day. I didn't know if I would be in and out of the of the group chat or or what. But yeah, I did watch the show from the pre-show pretty much all the way through. So you know, it was interesting. I liked the flow of the show. It was pretty much all matches. They didn't have a whole lot of talk and a lot of goofy uh, shenanigans and those kind of things that sometimes befall professional wrestling. Um. So I was happy about that. There was pretty much action, action, action the whole way through. Yeah. Till the end. But, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I did, I did not make it for the uh, pre-show. So uh, Britt Baker and uh, Mackie Ito, uh, who was the surprise replacement, uh, versus Rio and uh, Thunder Rosa. How was that? Was fun. Maki. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's all I was saying. That's my starting. I was, I was just going to say Maki's a fucking treasure, and she needs to be protected at all costs. I am a simp for Maki. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, the match was fun, and uh, unfortunately Maki took the pin when Thunder Rosa dropped her on her head, but... Uh... It, you know, continues the build for what we, we found out would be next week's Dynamite main event. And anything goes, lights out, unsanctioned match between Britt, Baker, and Thunder Rosa. So the women main event the show. Um, and it's not even for a title match. It's just a, a blood feud that's spilled over from several months. Started with the NW, when, when Thunder Rosa was NWA champion, and then when it, Thunder Rosa lost that belt, the feud continued between her and Britt Baker. And is now escalated to the point where they're going and anything goes. Yep. Um, I'm not. Let me see. What am I trying to say? I'm not sure that this match warrants a main event, but um, I feel like they're just trying to hop on the. Look at us, women can main event it's here it's too. Women's, it's Women's History Month, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Uh, I'm sure it'll be okay. All right. Well, uh, on on to the um, to the main card. Uh, we kick off the show with the Young Bucks the, defending their AEW World Tag Team Titles against the Inner Circle, uh, Chris Jericho and MJF. Um. Pretty fun opening match, uh, you know, just uh, four pros uh, who are very entertaining. And, of course, super kick party, one super kick party later, the Young Bucks uh, retained uh, their championships, which, of course, later on would cause Chris Jericho to uh, declare a war room meeting uh, with the inner circle as, uh, yeah. They have failed to regain gold once more. Yeah, it was a fun opener. You know, the Bucks always bring fast-paced action. Um, You know, and it was unusual to see Jericho in the opening match of a show. But, uh, you know, it was the right place for the match based that it did, you know, 
that it was a it'd be a good opener and it would be good fast paced action that'd get people going. Jericho the curtain jerker. Yeah. Um it was a good match. I, I, I am just curious how long the Bucks can be young though. Um Forever. They'll be young until they retire. I guess even then they'll probably still be young. Yeah. Um <laughs> either way, it was a good opening match. Um uh, the the Bucks did, you know, Bucky stuff. And then you had Jericho and MJF doing what Jericho and MJF do. Um, it was a good opener. It got the crowd invested, I think. Set the tone for the rest of the night, hopefully. Yeah. That's the words I was looking for. I mean, you definitely want to give the fans what they like, right? And what they like is super. For gigs, they like you know, the they will to, Yeah, uh, I think this was the, uh, the 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 biggest crowd they've had since the pandemic started. Uh, you know, now that we've passed the one year anniversary of uh, the shutdown and everything, uh, we're here. Uh, it's a revolution. Uh, so yeah, uh, we move on uh, the, with the Casino Tag Team Royale. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, three matches in, I think uh, one of you guys had mentioned it. No single matches yet. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, it's danger. Yeah. So nine out of nine matches, only three of them were single matches. I guess you you got to get everybody on the show. Jesus um, Christ. Well, the battle royal yeah. definitely did that. I mean, it was. Only <laughs> yeah. It was you know. I mean, it was probably. It's a whole lot of yeah, there's a lot of teams, a lot yeah. of different people. Fifteen teams, so that's thirty people. That was a that was a Royal Rumble. Yeah, it was a Royal Rumble, pretty yeah. much. But they came out in pairs instead of coming out one at a time. Yeah, uh, they they came in in the following order: the Natural Nightmares, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall, the Dark Orders, five and ten, the Inner Circles, uh, Santana and Ortiz, the Sidell Brothers, Matt and Mike. The Dark Horse, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. The Gun Clubs, Austin and Colton. Uh, the Pretty Picture, Peter Avalon and Cesar Bonani. The Varsity Blondes, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. Uh, Bear Country, uh, Boulder and Bronson. The Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. The Butcher and the Blade. Private Party, SoCal and Censor, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. The Death Triangle, Pac and Ray Phoenix, uh, and the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. The Dark Order, what happened? Four teams? Three teams. Three teams. Uh, and they still couldn't get there, get it done. Uh, at the end of the show, though, it was uh, the, the Death Triangle with Ray Phoenix winning it all uh, for the team, being the sole survivor. Uh, they will face the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championships at a future date. Uh, before May, though, however, it's been, it's been uh, told that uh, they will be getting those title shots before the next pay-per-view on May 30th. Uh, but, yeah, uh, a, a lot of stuff going on in this match, huh? Yeah, a whole lot of action, a whole lot of flippy stuff, a whole lot of... Uh... You know, I mean, we even had the, the potential split of the Natural Nightmares um, when Marshall eliminated himself after kind of shoving gold dust. 
Um, and, you know, it was a lot of fun action. And, you know, we even saw some dives because guys were diving through the ropes instead of up and over and things like that. So they were st still not eliminating themselves, but still getting able to dive. Um, and yeah, and as you mentioned, Ray Phoenix uh, outlasted everyone in order to keep in order to get the title shot for his team. Flippy shit in the battle royal—that's kind of crazy to me, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I think the right team on this one won. I, I liked uh, I liked the build towards the end, where I kept telling you guys I was like. I bet it's gonna be Jungle Boy. I bet it's gonna be Jungle Boy. I bet yeah, it's gonna he's be in there by himself Boy. with the two with the, the other teams. Yeah. And then like he's just started eliminating everybody, and then Phoenix got a got a hold of him, and yeah. you know, Double Death Triangle. Yeah. And then you know, you can't escape the Death Triangle. So, um, overall, it was a pretty good battle royal. Um, tag team battle royals have always kind of been weird to me, I guess. Um, because sometimes, you know, if one member gets eliminated, the whole team gets eliminated. Yeah, it the rules change sometimes. Depends on how they feel, yeah. Um, personally, I thought uh, Proud and Powerful were going to win, but um guess I can't always get what I want, <laughs> according to AEW. But it was a good match. Um, I always enjoy watching... The bastard do work, so and do work he did. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, it, it's it's nice to see a Latino uh, thrive for a change, be the last person standing instead of the for la the first person getting kicked out. Um, I will say that. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely it's definitely a fun fun little match with a lot of. Uh, you know, uh, it, it had continuous action. It didn't always, it didn't feel really boring for the most part. And I think that there were, you know, spots where it, it just, it did its thing and it was successful in, in just uh, it, making the crowd enjoy it. And we enjoyed it. And yeah, the, the winners, the, the triangle, uh, love it. Uh, wish it had been the uh, Lucha Brothers, but there's uh yeah, there's different plans for Penta, and uh, we'll talk about those later on. Um, and next up uh, is uh, the Women's uh, World Championship title match, uh, which was actually my match of the night, uh, where Shida uh, defeated uh, Mitsunami to retain her, uh, her title. I mean, this was somebody that, you know, they talked about, Sheeta had never beaten in her career. They'd only met a few times in singles matches, and Sheeta had always come on the losing end. And so this was not only, you know, was Mizunami coming into her house, but coming for her championship. So she really had to step up her game, and, and you know, and she ultimately did just that um, in a successful defense. A really good match, like you mentioned. You know, definitely match, match of the night, if not, you know, right there tying the match of the night. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed this match. You know, I have been overly critical of the uh, AEW women's roster since essentially day one. Um, I still think that there's a lot of work to be done with it, but 
over the last couple of weeks with the Tokyo Joshi Pro uh, girls showing up. You know, we've got uh, Rosa. I'm assuming that Deeb, once she gets healthy, will be back. They're they're doing good things with it. It's still not there yet, um, but but it's getting it's getting its feet underneath it. This match was really good. It was very uh, Joshi. It, it it definitely was hard hitting, and it probably was my match of the night as well. Um, always enjoy seeing Hikaru Shida. Mizunami was really good as well. Um, but yeah, I think the right decision was made with Hikaru winning because Hikaru is essentially, you know, ran that division for the better part of a year. Um, and yeah, it was a good match. Good match. Indeed it was. Uh, yeah, it, it, I think it had basically had everything. And I think what's telling uh, lately, uh, and you kind of alluded to this, Eric, because you know it, it, there's a, a lot of there was a lot of Yoshi wrestling here. There was, a, and it's just that the fact that you had all this talent you brought in, and it just shows that if you invest in talent, you can have a great division. And I think that for uh, to get to to get started, they've lacked depth, and I think that they've lacked. Uh, you know, allowing these women to shine in a really big way, putting them in in this position was great. I like to see them more and more featured on uh, on Dynamite instead of uh, on on either uh, dark show because I can only imagine uh, the you know what, what they would consider as people who are trying to earn you know the spots in. Uh, what you call it on on the main show, but yeah, uh, great match. Uh, and like every great match, it's followed by a bathroom break. And for me, it was uh, Miro and Kip Savian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Screw Chuck Taylor. Uh, where yeah, Miro and Kip uh, were able to uh, defeat. Cassie and Taylor and get some type of uh, revenge over uh, the failed uh, wedding that that was had. It was an alright match. You know, I think the biggest point of the match was to make Miro look like a beast and they did that. You know, he attacked uh, the best friends slash gentlemen's club before the match, bloodying Chuck Taylor. Um, and, you know, he ends the match strong with, with the, uh, camel clutch. So I think that the, the point was, the point was done. It was to make Mira look dangerous. And, and I think they did that. Yeah. Um, I, I really do believe that the only point to this match was establishing Miro as, you know, the dominant heel monster that he was in. WWE for a while, um, and, and and they did just that because they beat the hell out of Chuck Taylor. He pretty much beat the hell out of Orange Cassidy. He sacrificed Penelope to get the dub. Um, 
and then yeah, I, are they calling it the Camel Clutch or are they calling it the Accolade? Uh, I didn't and, quite catch it. If it which one I didn't it either, but just just for S's and G's, I'm going to call it the Accolade. Um, I loved the the pause on the Accolade before he actually like snapped his arm back and like yeah. locked locked it in. I thought that was a very very good. Um, picture but yeah i mean it, it did its job it established miro as a serious competitor and i can't wait to see what they actually do with him yeah for talk of so much you know of a guy who was underutilized etc forgotten what have you i'm curious to see what what they do with with a guy like that you know how do they change the mistakes of the past i guess Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm not sure either what what they call it. Uh, I think Daily owns most of the names that he used for his finishers. So. Miro Day, Miro Day. Mm-hmm. More like Miro Night, but yeah. Um. All right. Next up. The big money match, of course, the winner would receive the first quarter earnings of 2021 of the losers. Uh, and Hangman Page defeated uh, big money Matt Hardy despite, um, you know, outside interference by private party. But, of course, we had uh, the Dark Order, who's still recruiting Adam Page for some reason. Uh, they're lending a hand, and uh, Adam Page victorious. It was an entertaining the match. They just kind of helped him celebrate afterwards. Yeah, well, yeah, but they were there. Um, for some reason, I had in my mind that they that they got involved, uh, try to even the odds, but maybe I just imagined that in my head. Maybe it was a dream. Uh, but yeah. So Adam Page, did I see that right? Adam Page, yeah. Too many pages around here. Um, def- de- defeated Matt Hardy, took his money. Apparently, he's bought some uh, alcohol, and he has purchased a new lawnmower, one of the fancy ones. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so there we go. Big money, Matt. Uh, now with uh, less money. I thought it was a fun match, and yet again, it's to to showcase Page and work his way up the card to the main event. Um, so you put him in there with somebody like Matt Hardy, who's probably never really had a bad match in his life. You know, I think Matt's just one of those good, consistent guys who always goes out there and always delivers, whether it's a regular match or some kind of special stipulation. I think Matt Hardy usually, you know, always performs at a good, consistent level, so he definitely helped make Page look good, um, you know, and and it's a big win over a big name for for Adam Page. Uh, I didn't like this match at all. Um, I've never really been much of a Matt fan. Um, you're not wrong; he's always consistently good. I don't know; he's just never really. Stood out to me, I guess. Um, I always considered him the Janetti, but 
I mean, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I've never really had a lot of love for Matt Hardy. But, I mean, I guess the match was fine. It did what it was supposed to do to get Adam Page established. Um, I love the slow build that they're doing with Page because you know Page is a future world champion regardless. He is fantastic. Um, God, excuse me. I'm dying over here. Um, but, yeah, I, I, that buckshot lariat is just absolutely a beautiful move, and I love it. Um but yeah, it was it was okay. It was okay. Okay. Uh, what was also uh, okay was that we had a match. Another mo- this was our sem- our second, yeah, our second singles match of the night. They're following uh, the face of the revolution ladder match. Uh, the winner would get a feature TNT championship match and by feature I mean the following Wednesday on Dynamite. Uh, your participants uh, were Scorpio Sky, who of course was your winner, Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson, apparently we had to say that, Penta El Cero Miedo, Lance Archer with Jake Roberts, Max Caster, who I still don't know who he is, uh, and the first introduction of one of the new signings to uh, AEW. Welcome to All Elite Wrestling, All Ego, Ethan Page. We may have to eventually become from All Elite Wrestling to All Ego Wrestling here on TNT on Wednesday nights. It's already yeah. been All Ego Wrestling. There you go. Yeah, there you go. It started with all egos, no. didn't it? Um, but uh, it was – I thought Paige was a good surprise. I don't think a lot of people had him on their list of who they thought was going to be the mystery guy. Um, I think everybody else was thinking, you know, somebody bigger, somebody WWE. They didn't think that old ego would uh, would be there. But he was See, I, yeah. He, he he was a dark horse for me. I was 100% uh, on Rob Van Dam as, as a person. Yeah. I, I thought, I think that to me, Ethan Page would eventually make his way down there, up there. I forget he's uh, in Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't sure. And I kind of almost did some, forgot that he had, he was no longer with Impact. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was a good, definitely a good surprise. Uh, apparently, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Khan explained why they signed e- Ethan Page. And they said that they needed to beef up the heel division since they had just turned the entire Dark Order as baby faces. So Ethan Page is supposed to come in as a heel. Mm-hmm. So he, well, he Ethan Page is a heel. He certainly got a babyface reaction when he debuted. There. Yeah. Well, he kind of he kind of made up for that Wednesday. Uh, and, and also, he he had to look, you know make sure that the fans loved him when he first came out, so that yeah, uh, the the T-shirt that he was wearing, which is uh, was available on uh, awshop.com, uh, would sell immediately. Of course, it was there within minutes. Uh, like it is. Like you do. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, interesting enough, a lot more 
on that thought later, but I guess you turned the dark quarter baby faces because of you know everybody kind they're the underdogs. Yeah, Hoover passing away and negative one being involved. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought an interesting thought. We can we can delve into that a little bit later. Uh, but interesting thought there, especially with what we saw um, on the, on Wednesday night. Uh, but yeah, uh, an overall very fun ladder match. Of course, they were not only fighting for the title shot, but they were also trying to grab the brass reins, which That's looked awesome. like stupid. It, it, it looked like one of those uh, donut thingies that people sit on when they're butt hurt. I felt like um, I downloaded Sonic the Hedgehog the movie from LimeWire and got a knockoff. I thought it was just another another stupid shot at WWE. Because Vince it is. always talks about grabbing the brass ring and, you know, that yeah. was one of his things. You gotta grab the brass ring. Yeah, that's that's essentially what it was. It was it was yeah. a good match though. I mean, yeah, the match was fun. My favorite part was watching Cody get dumped and breaking his arm, quote unquote, and yeah. crying about it in the the face entrance for thirty minutes. Yeah, before deciding to to leave, only to come back later, like we all knew he would. He just wanted yep. to duck out and go right. and drink and you know take a little breather. I was actually right about this one, by the way. I said TBA would win. And I was wrong. My... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were. We were all wrong. <laughs> Sorry, okay. for some reason I thought Ethan Page won for a second, but he didn't. Um, no, he did not. Although he, he was not. one of the big winners. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a really fun match. Scorpio Sky winning basically just telegraphed, okay, well, you know, Darby's keeping the belt. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think there's much stock in Scorpio other than hey, he's a great hand to have around. But yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, if you need to go to uh, anger management, uh, and hey, I mean, let's just be honest, kind of honest, semi-honest. Would he be part of AEW if he were if he were not tied to um, Danielson Kazarian? Um, maybe. Probably. Probably. He's got history with the Bucks. Does yeah, he? from from TPWG. PWG. Oh, yeah. I guess then. Yeah, um, oh, that will get him. And in. yeah, he probably would have gotten in because he he wrestles their style too. You know, he's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's a nobody who wrestles some style that they don't want to watch. True, they do have Chuck Taylor in there. Screw him. Um, Penta Penta looked great, and I think the whole you know I think that you know I like what they're doing with Penta and Cody. Uh, of course, we saw them follow up on that on uh, Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite and Penta cutting out a, a fantastic uh, promo there. Uh, yeah, I you know, that. he he threatened to hurt Cody so much that he wasn't going to be able to hold his uh, unborn daughter, and Cody lost it, and it was it was um, it was great. Not Loved the it, daughter. Mm-hmm. The daughter, unborn daughter, for all you know, he you know he insulted a fetus. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah, 
Uh, that was that was entertaining. Um, yeah, Lance Archer looked like a like a badass. Archer looked uh, like a, like Archer does. Yeah. Everybody um, dies. Uh, Ma- Max Caster was there, so he could sing a song or rap around. Hey, hey, I liked him. He was pretty freaking cool. I'm here for it. That's because you guys are probably the same age. I doubt it. Let's see. He was born in sometime. Of wow. Yes, very good. They don't even, they, they don't, they don't even have his date of birth in the interweb. Okay. Because he's still that much of a well, nobody. He's working his way up the chain, brother. There you go. He's he's not as acclaimed as he uh, claims to be. Yeah. I guess. All right. Well, never mind. Um, all right. Uh, pro. Cool. Uh, after that, yeah, he he was trained by Pat Buck. Yeah. After that, uh, we got a uh, a, a tag team match. Another tag team match. Another tag team match, yep. Another multi-match. Because we hadn't had enough of those. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. And so this is... Uh, we, we we go cinematic here yes. for a street fight. Is is they, they literally took it to... Not the streets, funny yes. enough. Um, but we went to a warehouse. Um, and... It, it, Darby Allen and Sting, Sting, you know, with a slightly different uh, face paint there, so he could have just looked angry and uh, look closer to Darby, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then we saw a bunch of stingers uh, there. Uh, yeah, of course, cause I'm sure some of them. So one of the one or two of them may have also, you know, played as doubles for Sting, because you know I saw Sting move and do things that I didn't think Sting could do and. 2021, but uh, yeah, Tim Taz, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks were there, and so uh, were Hook and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, this cinematic experience with live commentary, yeah, Stupid. unnecessary live commentary because they didn't even really talk that much, they just kind of reacted. Yeah, I didn't understand the point of that at all, in the least. I mean, I I liked the match. It was enjoyable. I thought it was no, cool. the match was good. The commentary just didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to have yeah. Taz there, like calling it like he was, you know, because he was rooting mm-hmm. on his boys and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Kudos to uh, uh, referee Frankie, the ultimate professional, never leaving ring you know, the ring. Um, we love Frankie. So they had they, they had multiple referees. Uh, Stinger uh, did a Canadian destroyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was something. Like Sting does. Like. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was in his move set in the nineties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Darby Allen got thrown. Like he does. Uh, you know, of a yeah. balcony, because, you know, or threw himself, he, I guess. He's the one that jumped. He dove off the balcony, yeah. Yeah, uh, like Darby Allen does things. Uh, oh, so, did they know the stinger? 
um, you know, hits the uh, death drop, right? That's what yeah, he did on, on Ricky Starks. And uh, for, for the win. Um, so I guess the, the new look thing is uh, long sleeve t-shirt. Yeah, wearing his t-shirt while he wrestles, yeah. Or was he wrestling in that because he's calling Jacksonville in March? In that warehouse, it looked very cold, yeah. yeah. No, that's just the, the legend gimmick now. You can't well, wrestle I mean, a t-shirt. I, I, I mean, since, you know, since he brought winter, I mean, I guess anywhere he goes is winter, so he's got to wear long sleeve shirts. Mm. Of course, long sleeve, those shirts are available on uh, awshop.com. They were available uh, right away. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting match. Street fight. All right. Yep. For sure. We, I, bet, I bet you we will see things for a while. But wait, we'll hear from him on Wednesday night on Dynamite. And we did. And apparently, uh, maybe he may be in a, you know, feuding with Lance Archer if that was any indication. Because Lance Archer interrupted the singer during his promo on Wednesday. I'm like, usually when you have wrestlers interact in such a way, it usually leads to a program. Um, yes. yes, typically, yeah. You know, I mean, okay, in the cinematic, I, I see how you protecting in a cinematic kind of match that's, you know, well choreographed and edited. Yeah. But do I don't know if I want to see Lance Archer versus Sting in a match. I mean, <laughs> Lance Archer will end his career for real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought we wanted Sting around. Do we? You know, I mean,. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they do. Yeah, they probably paid him a lot of money. They want to keep him around, I bet. Yeah. True. And nothing negative about Archer. I'm just saying Archer is the one person I would never want to cross. Shoot, I saw him in real life and was intimidated. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was. I was getting an autograph from him, and I was a little intimidated. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know... And, you know, uh, he's not a dangerous wrestler. He's not, you know, problematic. But, man, he's very good at what he does. And he's a part. Yeah. 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 Pain, pain comes when you wrestle Lance Archer. And, uh, yeah, usually followed by chiropractic visits, I'm sure. That's what um, his theme song says. Yeah. Everybody dies. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Stinger? Maybe he should fight a horseman. Maybe it's gonna coming. maybe it's gonna set up for the the long awaited feud between Stinger and Jake the Snake. That's more of a better pace. But I don't know. Really, I mean, I wouldn't want to see that either. Oh, Lord, no, I don't either. Um, bring me May Young back from the dead before you do that. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, okay, so now we come to the big. Second, or one of the biggest moments in uh, in of the night, of course, uh, big show. Uh, you know, just call him that. I don't want to get sued. Paul White, no more BS. I forgot. No more BS. Paul White had announced that he had outscooped uh, Tony Schiavone again. Since when was Tony Schiavone the man with the scoops? I don't know. All right, 
The man with the scoops was either always Mean Gene or Mike on the nine hundred line or eight hundred line or whatever kind of call one nine hundred nine oh nine ninety nine hundred. All right, it was usually Mean Gene who had the scoops. I don't remember yeah. Tony Schiavone having any scoops. No, the only scoops Tony Schiavone was was when he was giving the results from Raw uh, live on Nitro. <laughs> so, other than that. Mo- the, the, the most like the only scoops Tony Schiavone ever had were ice cream. Um, but yeah, here we go. Big announcement: a, ro- a Hall of Fame cal- caliber wrestler. All right, I can say, and maybe I guess you guys can uh, can agree with me. From everybody on the interweb, um, there were two favorites. Realistically, right? Kurt Angle. Yeah, because he posted that video uh, of himself getting ready for the ring. And Christian. Okay. Uh, I didn't think with, Christian because I thought that he had signed a, a longer term deal with WWE. Yeah. yeah we all did. Everything I had heard was that he was he had signed a longer term deal with WWE, and that's why he wouldn't be available for yeah. them. But for some reason on the internet, a lot of people were, we're still saying, saying yeah. And then, of course, you had your CM Punk, um, uh, which is, that's never going to die. You know, as long as CM Punk no. is a free agent, that's always going to be the conversation. Anytime somebody um, does anything like that, it's going to be uh, – yeah. is it Punk? Yeah. It could be no. Punk. So then it's Punk. They played the music. Of course, Eric was the only one that could hear this very well because he cool. was the one sharing the video. All I saw was the 10 and the dun 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 dun, and I was like, it's Christian! Christian Cage. Christian Cage, Cage. or as uh, AEW's Facebook page, Christian Page. Um, yeah. Christian. And as he showed on his t shirt, now available on AEWshot.com. He is ready to outwork everyone. Eric, you were the most excited, I think, of the four of us uh, on Sunday night. So I'm going to give you the floor here. Uh, yeah, you, you probably bought two of them. Um, your 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 thoughts, and you know, what does this mean for AEW? Uh, I love this signing. Um, it's crazy to me that uh, Christian, you know, came up in WWE, like, pretty much from day one. But Vince didn't really understand, I guess, Christian. Because once he split from Edge, Christian fell to the wayside. Uh, You know, he had his small intercontinental title runs. He had his tag title run with um, Jericho. And then, you know, we had the whole Trish debacle and Tomko, and then they quietly let him go to where he went to Impact and became their top guy for a while, and then was a major star for TNA. Come back to WWE, flopped. And then I don't understand how Vince is the only one that doesn't see Christian Cage as money. But Vince's loss is WWE, or AEW's gain. Um, they're getting a fantastic wrestler. They're getting Captain Charisma. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing 
that ugly ass title belt around Christian Cage's waist. Yeah, no, I've, always, I've always been a big Christian fan um, of his solo work, especially from from his TNA run coming back to WWE, where you know he went to WWE CW and won their championship, um, and he, you know he put on a good series of matches for Randy Orton, um, one more match, and several you know and a few others, but that Orton feud I thought was, was one of the ones that sticks out to me. But so I was very happy to see him because I think AEW is a place they're going to let him, they're going to give him the reins and they're going to put him in the driver's seat and push him to the top. You know, as we saw on dynamite, he's already trying to uh, get to, to the championship, get to Kenny Omega. So it seems they're going to thrust him right into the main event spotlight. And um, good with that. I am all for it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to get the title off Kenny Omega? I don't know. Uh, Christian has uh, has a, ch- a bigger chance of becoming uh, a two-time TNA slash Impact Wrestling Champion than he does an AEW Champion. Um, okay. I doubt that. Listen, with, with the AEW uh, Impact crossover, anything is possible. Not to mention, I'm pretty sure he won that belt more than once. And it was still the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, he's a two-time NWA World Champ, if I'm not mistaken. Right, so make it three-time. And then a two-time ECW Champion and a two-time World Heavyweight Champion. All right. Yeah. So Two-time. Two-time. So here's where we're at, okay? Um, is he whole... Of fame worthy, absolutely yes. yes, without a shadow of doubt. Um, you know, wh- whether he goes on his own or with Edge, uh, ever like I think, I think he's got merit for both, for either or both. Absolutely, I don't just, I don't, I, I don't hate that. Um, was he a great pick for AEW Christian? If if he's as good as he he's been, he looks like he is. Uh, uh, yes, he's a great choice for any company. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE is in a spot where Vince McMahon can kind of okay choose who he wants. He he has a roster full of people. He doesn't you know what to do with people he has on the roster. Mister uh, Black, you know. Uh, and so here we have him with Christian. He did the Royal Rumble thing. I think Vincent was never intended to be in the um, Christian business. Um, Christian, yes, a I, goodbye. A, a lot of a, you know he had a great impact, a TNA run. Uh, I I really enjoy. I mean, definitely, I think it definitely put Christian in a spot where many people didn't think he could be, but many people knew he could be uh, if given the spotlight. Uh, you know, and I thought that Christian did well also when he returned. You know, he was able to become a world champion. Now, the, the, but the biggest question is, okay, can Christian move the needle? Because at this point, we, we, have, we have AEW, which for all... You know, for for everything we, we know and hear, rumor in innuendo, 
they're about to get Wednesday nights all to themselves in a month. All right? Yeah. And I, I know I hate talking about ratings, but will he make a, pun intended, impact when it comes to the ratings? He will have great matches, absolutely. He'll be fun in on the microphone and in, have fun promos and, you know, hopefully good storylines. Yeah, he's a great character. But is this the kind of investment that AEW should make and will it move that, you know, n- you know, always, always talked about Needle. Will he make that difference? As much as I love Christian, maybe not as so much as you guys, but as much as I do love and respect Christian, I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't know if he's really the guy to draw in a bunch of WWE fans to watch All Elite, but he's definitely somebody that the All Elite fans will be into. I So here's here's my feel about the whole ratings thing. Um I think everybody that's watching re- or that's going to watch wrestling is watching wrestling. Um To me, the outside viewers aren't going to come in anymore. They're there's no reason to, um, but you know, the, you know, the nineties aren't ever happening again, at least anytime soon. Uh, we're not going to have another Austin. We're not going to have another NWO. We're not going to have, a well, game. the nineties are coming in another 80 years. So, well, yeah, but that's not, that's not what and the I 90s mean. Are cool again. Yeah. Um, but we're not we're not gonna have the explosion of like mega stars that happened in the nineties. There there's not another Dwayne yet. There's not another Austin, Hogan, NWO, whatever. It just it's not coming. So why why would a casual viewer? And I'm sh- I'm sure I'm sure that there are casual people that are scrolling through TV or whatever. Uh, there, I was gonna say cable, but you know, whatever you decide to use, I'm sure that there's people that aren't watching wrestling that'll see it, stop on it, and be semi interested in it. But what keeps them? Um, and, and and I'm not sure. I don't know if there is anyone that could do that, much less if it's Christian. Um, but yeah, that's uh, just my take on it. Yeah, it's it's just interesting. I mean, the the right now AEW is in in the place. I mean, now listen. Funny enough, I did mention that a lot of people get you know you know suspect Christian, but the same amount of people got mad when it was Christian and it was not a bigger star. Yeah, I'm like that's what tripped me out. Be mad. You wanted you, you kept that? saying all week it's Christian, it's Christian, it's Christian. It's Christian. Boo! Like what the fuck? That's just wrestling yeah. fans. They're fickle, man. Come on, you should They are. That I know, is, but... that's the one thing that bamboozled me. I, I could not understand that. It's the one thing I hate about wrestling fans. Oh, yeah. Uh but 
we get Christian now. Yeah, I I really think that he he's he's gonna get to finish out his career, do his thing. Of course, now his Hall of Fame's eventual ceremony is gonna be delayed. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he had been a shooter for the twenty twenty one class. That's very uh, possible, but that's not happening now. Um. But yeah, uh, it was interesting. He's there. He gets to wrestle. Great. I'm happy for him. Uh, but I think we need to let this be the end for a while. We need the, you know, I like that they got Ethan Page. They need to focus on more places outside of WWE to bring in talent. At the same time, stop bringing in talent and just focus on the talent that you have in your roster. Which I mean, is... All these names for what? To that you're forced, you know. There's always been talk about a third hour of dynamite, which you know it's such a WWE thing to do for a company that claims they're nothing like WWE and they're uh, the total opposite. But you know, you have so much talent or, or so much second tier talent. Let me say, no offense to the wrestlers, but you're signing yeah, so many new. I'm gonna mute you. Um, uh, you, you you have you know all these talent that you need a second YouTube channel to bring. I'm like, how about just focus on those guys? Uh, well, but, you know, yeah. Punk, Punk did a Q and A like a day or two before um, the pay per view, and somebody, you know, of course, 800 people were like, "Is it you? Is it you? Is it you? Is it you?" Um, but then one person actually asked a variation of, so if it's not you, who do you think it should be? And what Punk pretty much said is, I believe they should just focus on the people that they have, um, which is true because at this point, you know, we condemn WWE for signing away everybody from the Indies just to sign everybody away from the Indies, but at the same time, AEW is doing the same thing. They're signing people just to sign people, and it doesn't make sense. But what do I know? I just watched the product. Yep. 100%. It's, they need to focus on, on, on who they have. And... Yeah, that's it. That's all they got to do. Uh, work on that talent. Let's rise them up and stop focusing on trying to get former WWE talent. Uh, that's no. You got guys. plenty of those. So, yeah. All right, your main event of the evening. Uh, we have Kenny Omega defeating John Moxley. All by himself. Psych. Your whole all right. She In does. all of his seven star greatness. Zero star greatness. All right. In a exploding barwar death match that we, for the AEW World Championship that would have gotten at least 10 stars if it had happened in Tokyo. Yes. Um, of course, if this kind of explosion had happened in the Tokyo Dome, Onita would probably have shown up and beat the <laughs> crap out of them. That too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually enjoyed the match. 
Yeah, I it was. The match. It was an entertaining match. I thought it was really well paced. Um, you know, the build up to each of them hitting the barbed wire and the, the first explosions, and you know them hitting the uh, the explosion pad on the outside. I thought everything was well built, well structured. It's just they had to do a screwball finish with you know the Good Brothers coming in to assist, and then of course the explosion not being much of an explosion is the main takeaway that everybody has. But I them really sparklers. The yeah, them sparklers. But I really enjoyed the match. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, both guys look really good. Of course, Mox took you know the majority of the beating when it comes to the the fireworks and stuff like that. But um. You know he loves he lives for that shit. So he uh he was you know he was like a pig in shit basically. So he was <laughs> on TV and um you know Omega kept his 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 tender flesh away from that stuff as much as possible, as much as they would allow. The uh the only well not the only two spots I liked but the two spots that I liked the most in the match were um. After after Omega, I think, hit the V-Trigger or the One-Winged Angel, I don't remember which one, uh, Moxley kicked out by kicking the barbed wire, which set off an explosion into Omega's face. And I thought that was a brilliant way to break a, a pin. That was um, after he hit the uh, One-Winged Angel, because that's the big it thing. It was the One-Winged Angel. He's kicked out from the One-Winged Angel. Once he hits that, that's right. finish. He's, yep. he'll, let you, he'll V-Trigger you a dozen times. And you'll kick out, but one 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 winged angel, and you're done. So Moxley didn't kick out, but he like put his foot on the ropes and set off the uh, set off the explosion right in Kenny's face, which was a good and uh, I, really cool spot. Yeah, and I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. The second spot that I loved was the uh, Dirty Deeds Death Rider, whatever the hell they call Paradigm it, shift. AEW. Yeah. Paradigm Shift onto the outside onto the barbed wire where. Uh, Mox, Mox got tangled him. in it, and Kenny just kind of rolled right off. Rolled right off, yeah. He kind of tapped his head on it and rolled right off, and Mox was, like, stuck in the stuff. And I just, for some reason, that popped to me because I thought that was funny as fuck. Because you, you take bigger hit yourself to deliver the one shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I thought it was a really good match up until the finish. Uh, the, the Good Brothers, I didn't really see what they added. Um Make Nothing. Sure it, they didn't do anything. They were just outside cheering Kenny on. Yeah, they didn't bring him a baseball. The the Onita exploding bat or any of that fun yeah. stuff. Uh, nope. Um, yeah, but I, I think it makes your cha- uh, champ look like a bitch. But you know, whatever. Uh, it's it's at this point, right? It's pro wrestling one hundred and one. It's exactly what your your chicken shit champion supposed to be chicken shit, and that's essentially what Omega is at this point. Um. And then the MVP of the entire night, uh, Eddie fucking Kingston, like, he sold those sparklers. Like, somebody shot him in the head, and I love Eddie Kingston. I want a best friend like Eddie Kingston. I want somebody to lay over my dying body while sparklers are happening all around me just to protect me. Um, But... uh, up until then, I thought it was good. The the save, I don't care how they try to save it. I don't care at all how they say that Omega can't build a deathmatch ring or Eddie passed out because of, you know, PTSD, which, you know, 
I thought that was a pretty decent se- attempt to say that it. Um, they should have just owned up and said, "Hey, we fucked up. Um, we fucked up, and this is what happened." But now they're dragging Impact into it because the bombs came from Impact and, and eh, eh, whatever. Um, just own oh, up. Did they mistake. say that? Yeah, uh, Eddie essentially made a jab during. Oh, uh, I, I heard that, but he was just. Yeah, I it was just look. I didn't think they were actually using as an excuse. I, I, I definitely hated the cover up. Uh, you know, with Khan, first of all, in 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 his Chrome, just talking about, oh yeah, can he build a crappy thing? And it, it's just uh, just own up to it. That's all. Yeah, just yeah, hey, you know, it's just, just like, hey, it's live TV. Mistakes happen. It, yeah, That's just say, say that. And that would have exactly. that would have made me. A lot happier than Kenny built the bad ring. We know Kenny didn't build the ring. We're not stupid. Um, well, but yeah, just just give us give us just apologize and then say if we're gonna do it again, we'll do it better next time. That's all you gotta say. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I would say kudos for uh, to Eddie Kingston for basically passing, you know, selling that explosion. Uh, of course, uh, you know, the explanation he gave was it, it wasn't necessarily that he was harmed by the explosion, but it was a lot of it to do with PTSD from previous explosions that he's been involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, I mean, is a good so, cover-up yeah. for Eddie because, you know, yeah. bringing Eddie has brought the stigma of mental health into wrestling multiple times. Um, and I thought that that was a fantastic cover-up for his part. Um, yeah. I, I thought I definitely enjoyed of everything about this. I enjoyed the promo with uh, Eddie and Moxley trying to explain away what what happened. Yeah, I one hundred percent. And then we go off the air. Yeah. So hey, listen. If we if we can get you know, I, could this lead to Moxley and Kingston? Against the Good Brothers, um, potentially, I think cool. it could happen. I'd be uh, okay with that. Yeah, it'll, is that it'll, what Impact gets out of this deal? Is they get Moxley on a pay per view? Well, I mean, they're gonna get Kenny Omega as their future, you know, Impact Wrestling Champion. Uh, as we found out that Rich Swan and Moose will be wrestling in a title unification match. The Impact and TNA titles will be held once again. And the winner will face uh, Kenny Omega in a title versus title match. And let's be honest, Kenny Omega ain't losing to the Impact champion. That's just not happening. It's either going to be a draw or an L. Yeah. Either Omega becomes champion or nothing's happening. All right. Um, Yeah, so... Some good things, some interesting things, some weird things. Uh, AEW has a little bit of everything for us. We'll see what happens next um, as they continue to be all elite. But now uh, let's move over to to Japan for a moment because this is only a two-hour show and we do not want to get caught off again. Uh, Daddy... um, the New Japan Cup is in full swing. 
and the, the first run has completed. The second run has began. I have not watched the second run matches just yet. Okay. But I am caught up on all uh, first run matches. So let's kind of take a quick look here. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to go through some matches in no particular order just because okay. it's what I have in front of me. And yeah. can I get your thoughts on some of the matches we've seen? Um, yeah, so the, the first set of matches uh, I kind of wanted to highlight. Uh, see, we kind of we talked about Kojima and Jeff Cobb, uh, yeah. Naito, Great Okan, uh, the, the two matches that happened already. So next up on cue, we had... Uh, Toriyanu uh, defeating Bad Luck Fale and Hiroku Goto defeating Taishi. Two very different matches and yeah. interesting ways it finishes there. Yeah, two very different matches, like you said. You know, of course, a, you know, a Yano match at this point is going to be full of fun and shenanigans, etc. And especially a Bad Luck Fale versus Yano match, there are going to be a lot of shenanigans. Um, you know, I... Was a little surprised Taichi did not make it in the second round, but going against Goto, who's you know who's predominantly known as a tournament wrestler, makes sense that he goes into the second round. But um, uh, you know, yeah, that's that's pretty much my thoughts on that. I was you know, yeah, Goto, you know, is a is a tournament guy, so it makes sense that he would win. Yeah, uh, I I was too totally surprised because I mean, Taichi in this match looked fantastic. He's uh, really, really, really good for he a has. long time. Like yeah, so I thought to the team and and his you know his G one run and stuff. He looked yeah. really good too. Yeah, so I thought I thought really it was a really good match, and I thought oh man for a while there I thought that she was going to take it. Surprise, could have got it, but alas, that's what we got. Yeah, I know Fale was kind of funny uh, that you know Fale thought he had Yano figured out, tied him yeah. in you know. Uh, at the corner there, and then you know, uh, Toriano found a way to incapacitate uh, Fale outside the ring. And Toriano made it in the ring just in time to win by count out. Uh, Toriano now has to get past the great Okan, uh, and uh, that's no easy feat, so yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that brings us to the second round Evil versus Jeff Cobb. Uh, Great Ocon, Toriyano. Of course, those happened, I believe, today. Yeah, but I, I, have, yeah. I, I have not seen them. So. Okay, we can wait. Uh, okay. Uh, next up, uh, yeah. Uh, so far, my, my favorite match of the first uh, round of the tournament where uh, Shingo defeated Okada uh, in a yeah. great match. Yeah. Yeah, definitely really good match. Um, and we talked about it, initial predictions. The two guys who I thought could win it would be Okada and Shingo. And they were against each other. So, you know, I pretty much picked whoever was going to win this will make it to the finals. And I definitely could see Shingo doing that, especially after getting the definitive win over Okada. Yeah. Uh, and now facing Goto in the second round, uh, one where I'm sure Shingo is going to be favored. Uh, Minoru Suzuki defeated... Uh, Honga and Kenta defeated Juice uh, with a brand new look. Uh, but yeah, Kenta for every Juice has a new look for every series of shows. New gear, yeah. new new hair look. Every every time they do a tour, he always kind of changes up his look. Yeah, K Kenta looked great there. Uh, 
defeating Jews, who, of course, you know, outside interference, uh, but picks up the submission win, while Suzuki, of course, does what Minoru Suzuki does and Drops beats up people. Um, Which, hey, so, if Suzuki defeats Kenta and Shingo defeats Goto, we may see them face off one more time. Match, yeah. Um, I mean, that's so far my most anticipated second round matchup is Kenta versus Minoru Suzuki, just because I I can only imagine the violence we'll get in that match. How how strong the shots, how hard the hits. Um, yeah. I'm very excited for that match. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure to uh, the uh, next up uh, to very much uh, Eric's delight. Will Osprey defeats Tenson to move on to the second round. Uh, Fuck Will Osprey. <laughs> Sex Savage Junior, uh, you know, defeated Gabriel Kidd, putting uh, the young lion down. Uh, you know, doing sex saver things, winning by submission. Now. Uh, the British wrestling community must be ecstatic as they get Sex Heavy Jr. versus Will Ospreay in the second round uh, with a, a pair of, of Brits there. I hope Zack Sabre Jr. breaks his entire body and throws him into a river with center blocks attached to his ankles. Wow. Um, yeah, I was, you know, the I liked the Tenzon Ospreay match better than Kid. Zack Sabre because I felt you know Zack Sabre was essentially fighting young lion yes he's fighting young lion with 10 years experience in the British scene etc but he's still fighting young lion it shouldn't have taken Zack Sabre Jr. that long to defeat a young lion Um, no he played around with kid yeah he played around with him and uh, you know I felt he should have just gone in there and, and, and twisted him up and stretched him out and made him tap out very quickly um but he wanted to kind of prove something, you know, that he's against him. And now we get Zack Sabre Jr. versus Will Ospreay, you know, once again. I mean, it was Ospreay who beat Zack Sabre for the uh, the Revolution Pro title. So we get to see them fight one more time, which is always a good match. And I'm interested to see how it plays now with Will Ospreay carrying this different attitude. You know, the heel Will yeah. Ospreay now. For sure. And let, let me just uh, correct myself. When I said Sex Energy playing with the kid, I mean with Gabriel Kidd. Yes, right? yes, yes. The only, the only Englishman that likes playing with kids is Marty Scurll. Well, there's probably but, a lot of others. But do we know? Yeah. Let's have it. Jesus Christ. Uh, next up, uh, you get Yuhi Nagata defeating uh, Yotatsusi uh, in a, another... Uh, you know, elder statesman versus uh, young lion, versus, and on the dad versus young boy. There's a dad. Pretty much, pretty much. And on the other side, dads. Uh, on the other side, Sonata uh, defeating Ishii. Um, you know, yet again, similar to Goto. Not really surprised, but kind of surprised. Sonata was the runner-up. Um, two years ago against Okada, he was. Made it to the quarterfinals last year, so Sonata's proven to be a very good tournament wrestler. You know, he was the he was the block winner for his side on in the G one. Um, so it made sense for Sonata to pull out the win, but you know, it's always a always a little shocked when somebody beats Ishii. You know, he's he's dangerous at any yeah. time, and so a win over Ishii, no matter when, is is always a big deal. Not only that, but Ishii's such a great wrestler, like. I love Ishii because I know whoever's gonna he wrestles, 
It's going to be a great match. Even if yes. I'm like not 100% sold on, on wrestlers. Like yeah, Sonata, yeah. to me, it's like, yeah. eh, uh, I, I kind of like Sonata. Yeah. I don't, right. I'm not huge on him. Yeah. But man, this match was really fun and enjoyable to watch. I, I didn't yeah. feel like, like, oh, I'm watching another Sonata match. I'm like, this Sonata match is good. Yeah. You just need to yeah. fight Ishii. That's all you need to fight That's Ishii. You fight Ishii, you, you're going to have a great match. It's going to be enjoyable. And that just shows how good Ishii is. Yeah. At yeah. the same time. Ishii is easily like the, the MVP of, of every MVP tournament. Because he, yeah. can, he can have a good match with anybody. Yeah. And the thing is, Ishii is getting up on age, which says, you know, his years are, are, are you know, are, are numbered. And it's a shame because I, I, we need to replicate him. Yeah. We, because we need, yeah, we we need another issue. I don't, I don't see the next issue yet. Hopefully, yeah. he's out there. Yeah, New Japan needs it. Uh, on the other side, uh, to run up, uh, we had David Finley defeat Chase Owens, Yoshihashi defeating Yuhiro Takahashi in uh, just two matches that we had to have because we had yeah, to have pretty much, yeah. And uh, Jay White uh, defeating uh, Torinari, uh, looking as good as only Jay White uh, has looked in the last year or so. Uh, yeah. And now we get Jay White against Tanahashi, which is another match I'm looking forward to. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, yet again, Hanari, you know, Hanari is one of those guys who's, he'll get in there and he'll beat you up, but he's not a closer. He's not a finisher. He's not a guy who puts away matches, but he always put up a fight and, I, you know, it's definitely one of the better Hanare matches, but yet again, that's because it was against Jay White. Um, but, uh, and yet again, Jay White toyed with Hanare more than he should have to make the match draw out longer. Um, but the fact that we get Tanahashi versus Jay White one more time is, is very exciting. Jay White's already made the proclamation to Tanahashi. He said, just lay down. Just lay, come in there, lay down, let me pin you. We'll both go home. Not, not, neither of us will be beaten up. He said, because we know you can't beat me. He said, you know, we'll know I'll beat you. Save yourself the pain and the embarrassment. You know, I'll save myself the pain so that I can rest up for the rest of the, you know, the, the new J-Pan Cup, as he's calling it. Um, and uh, interesting trash talking from Jay White. Just to, to ask Tanahashi to just lay down for him. Indeed, definitely. Uh, looking forward to uh, to what to what we're getting now. Uh, uh, it's going to be really, really fun uh, with the second round. A lot of matches I'm looking forward to uh, on here. Uh, like I said, uh, Evil versus Jeff Cobb should be fun. Uh, Okan versus Jano. I mean, I'm not expecting that to be in my kind of fun, but you know, Ok. Okan has been on a roll here, and I think this is going to put Okan a stop to really, really good. Yano's, yeah. Yeah, to, to Yano's shenanigans. I think Okan is the kind of person who's like, I, I'm putting a stop to this. Uh, you know, all eyes are on uh, Suzuki and Kenta, um, and with Jay White and Tanahashi, Saxon Jr. and Osprey, all, diff- all different types of matches there in the second round, all... Uh, should uh, be fun. Uh, it's to see what uh, how it all uh, comes up. Of course, uh, the second round matches will be uh, 
happening uh, for the remainder of the week into next week. Of course, the quarterfinals next week, uh, the semifinals on the 20th, the final on the 21st. Uh, and yeah, the winner, of course, getting a title shot at the brand new uh, New Japan World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, uh, yeah, that's all that's happening in uh, New Japan. We're all about the New Japan Cup. Uh, and as we're also getting ready, as qualified matches are happening for the U.S. Uh, US Cup. So, yeah, a lot of fun stuff going on. But now, now it's time. It's time to look at the, the World Wrestling Federation. A lot has happened also. Of course, um, on Friday Night SmackDown, uh, we had a, a cage match between Daniel Bryan and one of the Usos, who you guys will tell me uh, which one it is. Jay. Uh, yes, his name starts with a J. I, I do remember Jay, that. So it's been for six months. Um, uh, yeah, uh, of course, uh, with the tribal chief looking, uh, you know, you know, right by uh, the by the cage with his uh, advisor or whatever they call Paul Heyman these days. Um, D- Daniel Bryan wins in the Thunderdome, uh, so at Fast Lane, uh, Roman Reigns will defend uh, the Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan. Now, uh, when the reveal came, the Christian had not signed a contract with. Uh, WWE and go to uh, AEW. Uh, John Pollock from Post Wrestling had wrote a story about how he thought it would have been compelling to have Christian be the one to challenge Roman Reigns at Fastlane to kind of tie in that, you know, hey, Ro- you know, Christian maybe wrestle Roman Reigns, won the title, and then Edge versus Christian could headline WrestleMania. And, you know, uh, but Reigns would be crushing, you know, Christian's dreams by defeating him and keeping him away from that goal. Uh, while that is a compelling story that sure that really could have told, I think no more compelling story is than having Roman Reigns face Daniel Bryan, who's always been WWE's perennial underdog, here, have that chance with the yes movement, of course, not fully in attendance and not what it was uh, seven years ago, but still, nothing is more crushing than uh, Daniel Bryan getting this one last shot, possible last shot at getting to WrestleMania as a champion and getting put down by the big dog. Well, I certainly hope that's not the case. Um, but, yeah, it would definitely make the Daniel Bryan fans very upset if if he loses to Roman Reigns once again. I'm seeing a lot of clamor on social media for Bryan versus Edge. Um, I don't think that that's going to happen, but uh, I would be interested in either match, honestly. Yeah, I th- I mean, look, it, this is going to serve every single purpose out there. It's going to 
people want it. People want Brian. Everybody loves Daniel Bryan. We all love Daniel Bryan. I mean, he's one of the greatest to ever lace up a pair of boots. Uh, he does wear boots, right? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. We'll go with that. Uh, and man, it's just uh, it's gonna crush everybody, and it's gonna do it. It's gonna elevate. I mean, no, there is no bigger person that people want to cheer for than Daniel Bryan. He is us. He represents us. You know, you know, he is the A plus player who's always been given a B. Um, I don't know. I feel like people want to cheer for CM Punk about as much as they want to cheer for Brian. Uh, I don't know. You're in Chicago. I mean, hey, nobody else that quit wrestling eight years ago is being clamored to come back for any show that apparently needs somebody to come back for. Well, just saying. All right. So, well, that's going on. Uh, you know, of course, we got the tag title match. Hopefully, they don't turn do the title switch. Um, on Monday Night Raw, we got a lot of different uh, things going on. Of course, the Miz unsuccessfully was, uh, you know, this, you know, uh, against in, in his efforts to try to regain back the title that he lost only a week ago. Sad. But alas, that was not the biggest thing that we got to, uh, that, that we got on Monday night. Monday night was a night of joyful celebration. WrestleMania tickets. Of course! It was announced to the whole world. WrestleMania! The two-night extravaganza that is happening on April 10 10 and 11. It was announced. Tickets are going on sale at the week from this past Tuesday. Next Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. But for everybody listening and planning to buy tickets... Don't buy yours until 12 p.m. Eastern, okay? 12 p.m. Please when you can buy, buy your tickets. tickets. Please yes. let us buy tickets. Right? Everybody's listening. 12 p.m. Eastern. All right? I um, just want my ticket to WrestleMania. That's all I want. But, yeah. Uh, tickets are going to be sold individually. Of course, pods uh, from one to eight people. Uh, tickets range from $35 to $2,500. Um, and you can either buy tickets for individual shows or they're going to have combo tickets. Also announced uh, that they are bringing back the Hall of Fame. Uh, did not queue up a song for that one, but imagine yeah, you're listening the to Hall that. Hall of Fame. Yeah, that song. Um, uh, and uh, it's going to air on Tuesday night live on the Peacock Network. I'm going to call it that. It will be the 2020 and 2021 same classes inducted on that one episode. Twice as big. Of course, we have a huge uh, lineup for the class of 2020. Of course, the Bella Twins, the Pista, the NWO, uh, the British Bulldog, and a few others who I cannot remember. 
Wow. Um, Jabbles. And, JBL. Sure. Um, and of course, uh, announced for the 2021 Hall of Fame class, Molly Holly uh, has uh, been is will be inducted. Uh, so Holly. yeah, uh, this is going to be a marathon of, of, of a Hall of Fame. Uh, two classes, one night, one network. I feel like they need a slogan. Um, but yeah, uh, it, and not only to make WrestleMania week bigger, uh, we're also going to have NXT TakeOver. Uh, and it's so this week is such a special occasion. Not just one, but two nights of TakeOver as uh, April. Two nights. April 7th, and they should make a Hall of Fame tonight. April 7th uh, and April 8th, Wednesday and Thursday night before WrestleMania. NXT TakeOver, stand and deliver. Uh, of course, uh, a movie well known from back in the 1990s with uh, uh, James uh, Olmos and uh, that other guy whose name I can't remember. Uh, fun movie, though. Stand and Deliver. Go check it out. Uh, no theaters near you, though. Uh, but yeah, Stand and Deliver, uh, of course, is going to be somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be the Amelie in... Center. I'm almost Is it going to be in the Amelie Center? I'm okay, well, there we go. Uh, I wasn't sure because I'm not exactly sure when the hockey uh, is playing there and... Uh, I don't know their hockey schedule, so. Um, but yeah, they got. I mean, they got to go somewhere. So I mean, we'll see uh, what happens. But that also. Uh, so Wednesday night is going to air live on USA Network, uh, and Thursday night, the second night will be on uh, Peacock. Um, also brought out to the attention the Peacock Network, the transition. Uh, to, from the network to the Peacock, it's going to be a stream, but slow one. Um, initially, we'll be able to see everything, all the pay-per-views from 2020 and beyond on the network. Gradually, oh. they're going to put everything else uh, on the network. Uh, I think their goal is to have everything in place by SummerSlam. So anybody want to watch old stuff, you're not going to be able to do after April the 4th uh, when the WWE Network in the U.S. shuts down. So unless you have a VPN service and uh, uh, a international address, you're going to have to find a way to get creative. So I'm looking at the Amelie Arena uh, website, and the two nights for TakeOver are available. But... 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th are all booked up for basketball and hockey. So I don't know where we're going to have Raw from. Mm-hmm. It could be the Thunderdome. I don't know. Yeah. They may, are they going to let they, I'm not sure. No, no, because I've already looked at that. Tampa has a homestand that weekend. The Rays do. So they're going to have to be out of there too. Well, maybe they're working on it. Uh, after all, they are a pro wrestling is a traveler circus, or at least it used to be. Uh, True. But yeah, stand and deliver. 
um, is what we get for NXT. And NXT was a loaded one this week. Uh, because it wasn't just announced that we were getting two nights of TakeOver, but we introduced the NXT Women's Tag Team titles and crowned our first ever champions. And our second as champions. Yes. The Queen High and Raquel Gonzalez as winners of the Dusty Classic were the first ever women's tag team champions. Less than two hours later. No, no, no. no, no. Less than an hour later. Less than an hour later. Let me stand corrected. They lost the titles to... um, or uh, was it name? Ember Moon and uh, Shotzi Blackheart. So uh, now making uh, Shotzi Blackheart the first ever NXT Ember. Women's Grand Slam champion. Uh, she's the only woman to ever have held NXT Women's title and tag team title gold. I know it's only been uh, two so days, you can't kind of do that. That's not a Grand Slam champion. Grand Listen, I'm four. making things up. Do not let the, the triple crown is three. Win. Good story. She's okay? the first ever double champion. Listen, Ember, English not is not my first language, and it sounds yeah. better. And it's Ember, not Shotzi. <laughs> did I say Shotzi? I meant you Ember. Did. Yes, you said Shotzi. Listen, English is not my first language, people. You guys have to understand this, okay? Yo hablo espanol. To me, Ember and Shotzi sounds the same in Spanish. Uh-huh, I bet. Mm-hmm. It's very similar in Spanish. Ember. Yeah, 100%. It's the same. They're the same. It's a proper name. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is the same. Um, and, um, yeah, so Ember and Shotzi are your new tag team champions. Uh, uh, Sakura Kai is going to be a cheerleader for the next few as uh, after Io Shirai successfully retained her championship against Tony Storm. In a fantastic um, match. In a great match. Uh, she, uh, you know, because she fears no one. Uh, she went to Raquel and challenged her. See, that's how I said it. The, chal- the, the, the champ needs to go challenge people because, look, she's running out of challengers. Uh, and so it looks like we're going to get that uh Adam Cole gets defeated uh, by Finn Balor. Finn Balor retains the NXT championship. Uh, and Kyle O'Reilly returns. Returns with the vengeance. Uh, it's like a street punk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he wants to beat up Adam Cole. In the meantime, tick-tock, tick-tock. Time is up. Finn Balor looks at Karen Cross and asks him what it took him so long. What took you so long? Looks like we got that match next up. Uh, I don't know, guys. The takeover is looking mighty, mighty good. Yes, it is. Already yes. looking Unofficially. Solid, yeah. Unofficially. Unofficially, yeah. But these are the matches we can anticipate, yeah. And it's looking solid, especially you add the you know, return of Jordan Devlin to NXT, bringing back the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, so we finally get you know maybe finally get that unification match between Santos Escobar and uh, Jordan Devlin as they unify the the two hundred five live NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Um, 
Yep. And, you know, possibly defense of the women's tag team championships. It will be two nights. I assume yeah. they get a defense of all the titles over the course of both nights. I can I can hope that we can crown a new United uh, North American champion. Absolutely. Nope. Yeah. Not gonna happen. That's not the way. Look, there's only one way, and that is the losing way. Okay. Dexter Loomis is NXT North American champion. I think you guys said the same thing about Kushida, and where is he at right now? Oh, that's right. We haven't seen him since he lost because he's irrelevant. Look, you look. You're asking to get muted. All right. Um, uh, and yeah, so that's it. Uh, a lot of big news. Uh, a great a- a episode of NXT. Um, a-, a lot of fun stuff going on. And yeah, um, the road to WrestleMania is bright and coming fast now. We're nearing the fast lane. Then we can get on to WrestleMania. Tampa, here we go. Next week, of course, you will hear a very happy Patrick and Eric or two very sad boys. We'll see. I hope for... uh, Very happy. uh, Very, very, very very happy. I vote for happy. So, everybody, make sure you start buying your tickets 12 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. Shoot. Tuesday might not even work. You know, wait till Wednesday. Eric uh, just to wants to tickets. point at the sign, guys. He's been waiting for over a year. Yeah. Uh, and see if we can get into that ship. I'll throw Eric over the ship. Please. End my life. I mean, yes, that sounds fun. <clears throat> all right. So that's all, all, all that we have to chat for tonight. So we're going to get now to our main event of the evening, of course. Uh, another celebrity match. This one from a 2000 episode of WCW Thunder. So if you look up uh, David Arquette, just Google David uh-huh. Arquette and look at individual matches. Look at April 26, 2000 WCW Thunder and start at one hour. 20 minutes, 20 seconds. Again, that's one hour, 20 minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, so we are going to get uh, Eric Bischoff and Jeff Jarrett versus uh, David Arquette and uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Yep. Um, for uh, the WCW World Championship. All right, so folks, make sure you pause me so you can get to one hour, 20 minutes, 20 seconds of WCW Thunder from April 26, 2000. And now I'm going to do a countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, play. There's no way we're going to have a world title match change on, or a world title change hands on Thunder, right? Look at that. Thunder, right? David Arquette's scared, man. He's like, I'm not a wrestler. David Arquette's shirt's already ripped. Yeah. He's already hurt because didn't he get beat up? Yeah. uh, That's why his face is all pink and stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. So, speaking of WCW, Chosen. Chosen one. Choke on that, slap nuts. The one thing that we didn't touch on this week, since we're since we're talking about WCW here, how about the uh, 
the inner circle turn. Yeah. I totally forgot to mention that. I need that. I we can do it near the entrance. Listen. Nobody cares about the entrances. Hey, sh- listen, slap nuts. Everybody cares about the entrance. Um, man, uh, it's especially an interesting the DDP thing. entrance. Yeah. Um, without, without his his signature. I think I think I want to hear a follow up from this new from MJF and his friends from next the four week. Horsemen. Yeah. I want to see what they call themselves, and then we can maybe have a complete a bigger discussion about conversation. Yeah. yeah. Can we call him we Fortune? Can, we... I want to call him Fortune. Well, I mean, you possibly maybe could. They're working with Impact. That stupid hand side. Self high five. The fortune or something. Yeah, I mean, was it was. Nice. Yeah, or however it was done. Yeah, the shocker, shocker with the thumb out. Because they couldn't just do the. Oh, floor. oh look! There's, there's more explosions there. in that than AEW. Yeah. Yep. Oh. They bring the explosions. They, they, the they were a kid. He was still married to uh, the girl from Friends. Patricia? Time, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Patricia Arquette's his sister. Yeah. Um, I knew that. Gross. Courtney Cox from Friends was his. Yeah. His Courtney wife. Cox. That's her she name. Was Courtney okay. Cox Arquette for a while. Yeah. Right. I, I remember. Arquette's his sister. Who yeah. in the hell is interfering? I can't even tell who that is. Canyon. Canyon. Who better than Canyon? Nobody. Uh, of course, uh, Is it Gary Michael Capetta. Uh, no, yeah, Michael Capetta. That's, no, that's uh, Penzer. That's, that's Penzer. Penzer. That's Penzer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Penzer. It's not GMC. Did oh, he ever work for WCW? Capetta, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This late in the two thousands? Maybe not this late. Not I think he worked late. early, early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who, who are who are Bishop and Jared bringing them? Who is it? Uh-oh. Kimberly! His, his wife slash, I guess it's ex-wife. Sto- well, she they were still married at this time, but I guess in the storyline, she was on opposite ends with him, right? I think yeah. so. What a rudo. Yeah. Because they were still married to like 2003, I think. Yeah. Tag World team match title. for the title. Yeah. Cause that's how you do it. That's that's how Vince McMahon won the WWE title. Was in a t- in a six man tag team match with the title on the line. Kimberly yeah. was smoking though, for real. Yeah, yeah, always. She's always been, uh, as some people like to say, uh, roll tied. Okay. Um, oh no, David Arquette's going right after. Fight. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. In Come on, game. Arquette. Pick us up when you're on size. They're of all course, red. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, what, what kind of punches are those? To the back. Jimmy the, the King back. did not teach him very well. No. Jimmy the King didn't teach him how to throw a right hand. Where are they going, and where are they going? Maybe oh, it's better to get smooth. a smooth. Oh, look. What a neck breaker. Always done well. And then Kimberly's like, oh, Into a pin. Of I course, Kimberly's one. Oh, I don't want to hurt my hand. Scan nail. Oh, yeah, that hurt. I mean, hey. Okay, that, so that was the first games. move of the match. Why was why was Jarrett down for a three count? Because he's Jeff Jarrett. And he yeah. was just laying there taking a breather, okay? He was, he was biding his Ooh. time. 
Power He's about bomb. to do that again. Watch. Oh, same power bomb. Pen. Yep. He learned that from. That uh, dangerous. Yeah. Do I do it there? Oh, that, I see your song. Okay, Lita, calm down. Yeah, it was it was the that time that was the gimmick. Yeah, you uh you you, you can thank uh, Vince Russo for that. All right. There you go. Yeah. It's the Russo era thunder on TBS. Yep. Pin one, two. Oh, quick! Oh, oh, she counted that oh, fast. Now she won't go over to count for Paige. She, hey, That's she was trying bias. to get in a good position where she could see Jeff. That is ring bias. Uh, oh, look at that! Oh, oh. that is your husband, man. Yep. One, one two. two. Oh, her whole pants are about to come off. And oh, look at Paige. that! Bischoff Eric Bischoff disposed of David saying, "I beat him up. He ain't coming back." Bischoff's right. back. And better than ever. And he loves each and every one of you. <laughs> In a probably not sold out. Uh, it was probably sold out for Thunder back then. Look at all those empty red chairs. No, no way sold out. Watch. Um, the martial arts acumen of... of I hated Bischoff in the ring. He was so ass. Uh-huh. You see, by above Eric Bischoff, there's a sign that says Joe. Above that, there's a bunch of empty seats. I don't see empty seats, no, brother. Empty seats. You guys are all blind. We are at capacity. They are hanging from the rafters for WCW Thunder in April of 2018. They were lined up down the street this this afternoon, folks. We had to turn them away. There were so many, We had to turn away hundreds of people for WCW Thunder. The world title is on the line. We had to turn him Here away. we go. Here we go. Oh, double close like Gary P. Bischoff wouldn't even take a straight bump off of it. Nope. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. Bischoff's <laughs> oh, here comes Arquette. Arquette's making his way back as DDP can like keep a fight off two on one on his own. Or David Arquette. Oh. Are we going to get it? No. Oh. Oh, we almost took out Kim. Good save. A, oh, oh, give her a kiss. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. Spear! 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 Market. Oh, the belt. It, oh, what is this? Here comes Silverman. One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding. He just Kimberly slid right past Jarrett and said, Fuck. was incapacitated due to that kiss. Here's the thing. This was a tornado. Was this a tornado match? No, no. So this... I can't never tagged in. No one ever tagged. No one Look ever all the firework, the dangerous firework. Yeah, as not seen on dynamite. That's we have a new world champion. So why is Paige happy about losing his belt? Because I think he's just your face to Eric Bischoff. Yeah, he's happy that they won the match. But then he I mean, I'd be kind of pissed. I would be That's... pissed too if my tag team partner won the belt for him. Won my yeah. Belt. yeah. I liked that the sign behind DDP's head says this match is a piss break. Listen, it's it was better. It's not a piss break. Yeah. <laughs> it was better for Arquette to win it than, than uh, Jared. So, Jared. I mean, yeah. His two options were, were those. So. Yep. Bishop's like, and of course. Yeah, Bishop just woke up from his nap. Yeah. That spear. 
He hasn't taken a spear like that in who knows how long. But that belt is falling him. off the strap. Yeah. Yeah, that that belt has right. seen some things. The plate's coming off the strap there. Yeah. Damn, like, they are just. Man, they're, they're just grabbing him. Like, they just trash. almost ripped Arquette's shirt off. They did. That's a that's a dollar shirt. He was a big star back then, y'all. He was. Yeah, he was. Scream movies. Here's... A little replay there. Replay. Jeff Jarrett. What a spear! What a spear with from the belt, Arquette. With the belt. Right to the head. I'm telling you. Goldberg could have taken some notes here. One, two, three. It says, Silverman, go to the illegal man. High fives everywhere. We are out of time. This is the greatest night in the history of our sport. Now they always say that at the beginning of the show, never at the end. That that was definitely a night. Yes, an interesting night. What a night that will live in the wrestling world forever, and it will live on the WWE Network for at least the next uh, three weeks. Uh, and eventually will make its way back to the Peacock's network or service streaming service. Um, but until then, this has been uh, FOW Live on uh, the FOW Radio Network. Make sure you subscribe on uh, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, make sure you tune in next Thursday. We'll be talking more about, yes, this whole inner circle explosion, uh, probably more WrestleMania takeover. We're getting close to the fast lane um, and uh, much more. We'll watch another celebrity match. I can't remember which one we agreed on, but we're watching one of them. Um, And uh, so much more. You know, this world of pro wrestling, a lot can happen. So, uh, yeah, I... Make sure you check us out also on the Twitter machine at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter uh, at Danny F in Danger. Mika's on Twitter and in our hearts, but not here, at the at Mika Villas. Uh, Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.